Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the show i'm amanda seals i'm jeremiah like the bible you know if i'm being honest jeremiah we were like really busy working on something yesterday so like i really didn't like pay attention to like my social media or to like the news Mm -hmm. it was so nice it's always nice when you don't look at the phone (laughs) like i really feel like i missed out on probably a lot of just mayonnaise antics no you didn't miss out on anything listen it's always more more to come. You're right. It's always more. You think you missed more that? More to come. And you're like, oh no, here's a, another onslaught of shenanigans for me to digest. That's my mom's new thing when we get off the phone. By the way, what? more to come. Oh, I'm really? like, I'm like, what what <laughs> epic fairy tale are we in? Like, next, more to come. Next episode. <laughs> next episode. Uh, well, today is National World Rainforest Day. Okay. Are uh, there any left at this point? Well, yes. I mean, speaking of my mother, we are from Grenada, and Grenada mm. has a rainforest. Really? And actually, my outfit feels kind of rainforesty today. Uh, but yes, we have a rainforest called Granny Tang Rainforest. It surrounds a dormant a volcano by the same name. A volcano? Just- dormant. Dormant. But even like a volcano in general, whether it's dormant or active, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, majority of islands have, an, have a volcano at their center. Really? Yeah. Oh, I guess that's, that's how it became an island. That's how it became okay. an island. Look, I'll Unless, be learning school. <laughs> Unless, I mean, there's exceptions, right? So like um, like Barbados, for instance, is a coral island. Okay. So it just, you Maybe know, a reef just was so massive and it just became, you know, okay. just came out the water. Okay. Yeah. Who knew? Or like the Keys. Like, I don't know that the Keys are like volcanically made. Like some islands are formed because of a shift in tectonic plates. Mm-hmm. Why do I know these things. It's like, it's like, like God just put that in my head after you explained it. It's like, oh, I did learn this at some point in my life <laughs> and it was just recalled to my memory. Geology. <laughs> yeah. So, you, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some islands are formed because the tectonic plates was like mm-hmm. rubbing against each other and they just like pushed land yeah. up. Yeah. But uh, Grenada is a volcanic island. And so we have a rainforest and like Costa Rica has lots of mm-hmm. rainforest. And actually the Amazon was being obliterated, but their recent new president, Lula, who had been imprisoned. We talked about that before. Okay. He's like really, really about the rainforest and they're like very happy. A lot of people are very happy that he's back in place because he's like putting sanctions in and like As he should. and putting indigenous people in government mm. positions to protect the rainforest. Love it. Love it. Happy Thursday. Right. Starting off just with the, <laughs> the facts and the knowledge. Uh, but today's a group chat Thursday. We love a group chat Thursday. Yes. Yes. So today, I mean, we're going to talk about... Dating and politics. Ooh. We're always political on this show. We're always, we're always political on this show because we love politics. Well, also because we need to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think we're at a point for black people in general where we can just be like, I don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we also love relationships. Yeah, <laughs> so we we're going to put them the two together. Yay! And we also have to unpack this whole Simmons family drama about going no contact and... Sometimes people's parents go go off the rails, Amanda. Yes. You got to hit that block button. 
So we're gonna talk about that going no contact. And plus it's Thursday, so that means I have to give my seal show superlative. Yes, my you. most likely too. Yes, you do. Shout out to all the cancers in the building. If you cried today, you know what? It's our time. So I get it. That's what we gotta do. Keep it locked right here as we dive into another group chat Thursday. Of course, we always want to hear from you. So call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We really love when you call and share the things you learned this week. Also, that's my favorite thing to hear from you about. So hit me up and let me know, what did you learn this week? I want to know. Call me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Share something you learned this week so we can learn it too. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals Show, and it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Amanda Seals here. What's really good? It's the Amanda Seals show. What's up, Amanda? That's Jeremiah, like the Bible. That is. I kind of goofed that intro. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what's going on with this group chat Thursday? What's our first topic that we're cracking open? So, you know, I'm always on, on TikTok going you are. the yes. For You page. And I saw this video where this girl called out moderates are really conservative. So let's play that clip first. Okay. They're ashamed of it too. And so they'll say they're moderate. Yeah. That's how you know. Yeah. My question to know if you're a good person or not is do you believe that children should get free lunch in school? And if you don't believe that, we're different. Right. And he was like, well, and he was against it. And I was like, you don't want starving children to eat for free and you think you're moderate? You know, he was like, well, their parents need to get be- better jobs. That's not my problem. Oh, he said that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. So I heard this and it made me really think, Amanda, could you date someone who had different political viewpoints than you? Well, first of all, well, I know you're your asking answer. rhetorically because you know full well. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't know. Because, but here's the thing. It's also just beyond political views at mm-hmm. this point. It's literally like, so you're a terrible person. Right. You don't want to feed children. No, their parents get better, Jennifer. That's crazy to me. Like, that's literally psycho. So I'm just like, I can't get down with that, you know? But I think that there's something very crazy about that. And I think that um, a lot of people do just date people because they're like hot or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I saw a video today where this guy was saying he did a stitch with a girl who was like, I'm at my conservative boyfriend's house. And the she basically made a joke that like, if she doesn't want to keep the baby, that like she can get rid of the baby, right, right, and that the and that like that would like make his parents' head explode. Mm-hmm. And the stitch was like, "Why are you there? Right, <laughs> like why are you with people? Why are you at people's house who like literally don't even care about your rights? That, could you? Could you date somebody who didn't have the same political beliefs? I mean, I like to be on the same page about a lot of stuff, just for my own sanity. <laughs> but I think. I think we have to have similar beliefs. I don't think we have to agree on every single thing. I think, because um, sometimes I think you have the same goal, but have different viewpoints on how to get there, if that makes sense. Political beliefs. We're not talking about like, you know, life goals. Well, yeah, but I think even with in politics, I think we are very stringent in like, I'm Democrat. And people think democratic, mm. and it's, that means a oh, lot of yeah, things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. There's a spectrum. Even on the conservative side, people are like, I'm conservative and I want small government. Other people are like, I want fascism. <laughs> right. So it's kind of like there's a spectrum. So I think we have to be within the same side of the spectrum. Um, but, but I'm pretty liberal leaning. So I'm like, you gotta, you gotta be on the right side of history. Don't come with no shenanigans. I just feel like there's the so, it's so. To me, there there aren't a lot of things that I feel like are up for debate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't want to help people pay their student loans? Like, why? The, the reason why I say it's not up for debate is because for a lot of these things, there 
your response to them is indicative of your character. Yes, I agree. I agree. So it's kind of like, okay, we may not have like the same exact beliefs per se, but then this can probably tell me more about like who you are on a deeper level. Yeah. Hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Could you date somebody that didn't have your same political beliefs? Hit me up. Could you marry somebody that didn't have your same political beliefs? Again, dating is one thing, but like really like forming a whole union. Ooh, that's something different. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. More group chat up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. See Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And we're in the middle of this group chat Thursday. That's right. So, you know, earlier last break, we were talking about just could you date someone with different political beliefs, Amanda? Yeah. And I was telling you, you know, like on a dating app sometimes, they have like the little features where you can put your political affiliation. And mm-hmm. one thing is to get on my nerves. Well, when I would see somebody, one, if you like, I was like just blackout conservative on my thing. Like if, you, if it said conservative, it doesn't even oh, show me. Okay. It's like blacked out. Right. There's That's like your filters. Yeah. Like, okay. what are we talking about? But one thing that I always, I didn't understand were people who had not political. Cause I'm like, what does that mean? To me, that just means unintellectual. <laughs> Definitely. That's what that says to me. Not political. Okay. You know what? Let me actually not be so hard body about this. Go ahead. I would say that a few years ago, that was more acceptable than now. Mm-hmm. So I think that during the era of Obama, mm-hmm. a lot of people lived a very apolitical existence because there seemed to feel like a sense of safety that like those people are handling that mm-hmm. over there in government. We're over here living our lives. Like it just didn't feel like there was a constant element of mayhem and chaos happening above us. There was, right. but it didn't feel like that to a lot of people. On the ground level. <laughs> So, like, I would say that for a lot of people, political simply meant, like, being in tune with politics. Okay, so to that point, I I always ask myself, are you saying, like, you don't care about politics? Like, I'm not engaged? Or you're saying, I have no political opinion? I'm like, those... But here's the thing. I think a lot of people don't separate those things. Okay. So, like, I think there's one thing about, like, knowing politics. Mm -hmm. And there's another thing about, like... Sorry, there's enough, There's one thing about like knowing the politics of society. Yes. And there's another thing about knowing the political landscape of our government. Right, right. And I think that you can know the politics of society and have a disinterest in the political landscape of our government, mm-hmm. which I had. Okay. I was somebody that was like, of course I'm a social justice advocate. Of course I'm conscious, et cetera, et cetera. But I wasn't even realizing that like, yeah, but if you're doing all of that and you don't have like a connection to like the civics of this country, mm-hmm. then you're 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 cutting off. It's not cutting off your nose to spite your face, but it's like you're you're cutting yourself off of the past mm-hmm. because there's only so much you can do without involving the actual like legislative parts of this world and this that, nation that run that, the world. <laughs> yeah, that like affect why things get to go. And so I didn't really like become politically engaged mm-hmm. like in a government legislative way. I feel like until 2020. Everything around it, I remember I had a, my U.S. history teacher taught me this in like 11th grade. Everything around it is either political, economic, or a social issue. Like, you can name anything, it falls in one of those buckets. And Dogs. I, um, I can't do it. Oh, my God. Margarine. Margarine? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have like people who like lobby for like butter and like dairy products, like those type things. I mean, even dogs. Like, you have PETA. You have people who are legislating for, for dogs. Um, social people are like, can dogs come on planes? Can Number two pencils. Um, number two pencils. Bring your school supplies. Should school supplies be provided to kids? Um, that's a mm-hmm. political thing. That's sometimes social. Economics. Can you afford a number two pencil? How much did it cost to make a number two pencil? Touche. <laughs> we literally did this in class one day. He like had an answer for every <laughs> single thing. 
But I say that to say that our existence are, whether we want to engage with the political system or not, it's engaging with us. Even down to like the fact that we're on a radio show right now. And <laughs> there are things we can and cannot say. That's facts. Y'all really don't understand that. Like whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. Because when people are like, I'm not voting because I don't care about the government. Well, baby, the government care about you. Right, right. And they they care about taking all of your rights. Or not even that. Rights aside, even just how you live your day-to-day life, they're going to put a power plant next to your house that's going to give you cancer in 20 years. That's right, though. (laughs) Like, they're taking away your rights. Well, yeah, your human rights. Yeah. To, like, exist and breathe air that's not killing you with every inhale. People don't get that. So when I see that on data apps, I'm like, swipe left. Yeah, swipe left is Also, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? Margarine. <laughs> How do you like your butter? Right. <laughs> but for, and some and watch them have a very strong opinion about that though. Margarine. That's not even real. But some people feel like they want to just be apolitical to keep the peace, especially in marriages. Yeah. They don't want to talk about politics at all. Do you feel like that keeps the peace, Amanda? We'll talk about it when we get back. Let's do it. All right, keep it right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. We've been talking about politics and relationships mm-hmm. on this group chat Thursday, aren't we? That's right. Last break, we are talking about people being, quote unquote, non-political. BS. <laughs> but some people are so much non-political or, or they say they are. I was going to say, that's like the people who say, I don't see color. <laughs> okay. Sure right. you don't. Um, and tell them the N-word with a hard R thing. Mm-hmm. Now you see me. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people in their relationships don't like talking politics just for the sake of keeping the peace. Like, they don't tell each other who they're voting for. It's very like, you do you, I do me, and we come together for Sunday night football. You know, relationships are so unique and nuanced that you can't ever just, like, make a blanket statement about mm-hmm. them. Like, because it's really, like, whatever works for you. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do think it complicates things once you bring children into the world. Okay. Because if you are like, I don't question your politics and you don't question my politics, but your politics end up showing up like in their school. Mm-hmm. Right. And then like, they're, look at what's going on with book banning. Look what's going on with LGBTQIA plus with mm-hmm. its anti-woke stuff. All of this stuff is quote unquote political. So like if we haven't had those conversations. Right. And now our children are like in the middle of this. And then I see you over here like, ban the books, ban the books. Like, okay, now it's a, it's a, ser- it's a serious issue. I'm screaming at you turn the news in your blue outside with the sign saying book bans. That's got to feel <laughs> crazy. But I think even before you get to the kids, because to your point, your politics show up, even when people are quote unquote not political, your politics show up in your actions on a yeah. day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Even if, for instance, let's just say, you're like, I want to get, um solar panels on the house and yeah. they're like why would we get solar panels I don't believe in um, climate change or it's whatever it is. and you're like oh really really you don't believe in <laughs> right not that you don't believe that solar panels are helpful right you don't believe in climate change but so that's the thing you're right it's not just about like the kid it's just that when you're sharing a life with people right decisions end up have to get like mm-hmm. made decisions mm-hmm. have to get made so you know those decisions can be as basic as like what eggs are we getting right right well, oh, I want to get cage-free mm-hmm. eggs. Well, why do you want to get cage-free? Who F them birds. Some people like that. Though. They're very much like, who cares? You know? And so it's like that type of stuff, I think, is the stuff that creeps up on folks. Mm-hmm. So this whole idea of like not talking about it to keep the peace, you're maybe winning the battle, but y'all going to lose the war. There's going to be a war. Right. Because at some point, it uh, it's going to be a conflict. Because people are very... Because your politics, again, are reflective of your beliefs. Most people have strong beliefs about what they believe in. 
And at certain points, they're going to come into... I think the other thing, too, is that you may not be talking about it, but that doesn't mean you're not filing it. Okay, explain. So, like, you may say something that I think is, like, wow, but we don't talk about our politics. Got you. But that doesn't mean I didn't hear it. Right, it's in that in it, my back, back pocket. <laughs> it's in that back pocket. It got filed. And at some point, in some argument, it's going to come out. You know what? That's why mm-hmm. you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or when you, like, uh... You gonna live one day. Y'all done broke up post breakup. Y'all know this. Told me one time. <laughs> you voted for Donald Trump. I'm good for that. You know, so it comes out. You to your point, you do file. You don't forget. You, I heard it. I ain't bring it up, but I ain't forget. This man told me that he aspires to be Donald Trump. A lot of people say that openly. They don't even say in the private of their homes these days. I know. They put it on Twitter. Confident coons. I don't like That's it. That's what I call them. I don't them. like it. Well, I don't know what they're aspiring to be other than a jailbird. <laughs> A jailbird. I'm sure you'll need pen pals, so, so you know. He's got. He's gonna have an abundance of letters. <laughs> uh, but I'd love to hear from you all. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. I also just as a final thought, I think that having your own unique political viewpoints is really important to just like how you're showing up in your identity, right? Mm-hmm. And being able to express yourself to your partner and being able to, you know, have your own self-worth and autonomy. And it's not just about, you know, keeping the peace of your relationship. It's also keeping the peace within your spirit. And that doesn't happen if you don't know yourself. That's true. So there's that. All right. Well, that's it for this hour's group chat. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Jeremiah on his segment, Most Likely To. It's a SEAL show superlative. Coming up next on the Amanda SEAL show. The Amanda SEAL show. We are we are, we are. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for Jeremiah Like the Bible to bring us a most likely to. It's a Seals Social Superlative. All right, y'all. I know y'all been waiting all week long. Waiting, anticipating. Today's Seals Superlative is most likely to stick beside him. And it goes to our girl, Woo, Megan Good, y'all. Megan Good. Sticking the side. <laughs> so in case you guys did not know, Megan is with her new man, Jonathan Majors, who he had some legal issues. So um, You can't even get through this without <laughs> laughing. Because the people online was eating her up. It was because we love Megan Good. Like we girl, do, we what, do. So and we, we like, wanna see her win. We do. So we're confused what's happening. So if you didn't know, she's currently dating Jonathan Majors, and he's currently on trial for his assault case. And his girlfriend, Megan Good, was right beside him at his, at his court date on Tuesday. We made his first court appearance in a Manhattan courtroom. They was holding hands. 
They both wear sunglasses and everything. They was ducked out, but you know, the paparazzi is everywhere. They got it. Um, but Johnson heard that day that his trial date is set for August 3rd. And if he doesn't show up in person, a warrant will be issued for his arrest, y'all. So hopefully he show up because I don't want Megan to be, you know, outside the Birmingham jail. <laughs> I don't, you know, with, with we flowers. can't, we I cannot can't. judge, but I, I have can't. so many questions. Yeah. But, you know, they also, they, they started dating, team, according to TMZ, right, right after the allegations came out. I know. They, Some people say that she is the person that he was texting ooh, when ooh. the John got all upset and caused this. Uh, I don't and like it. I don't not, like that the, not that the woman caused this, but that, you know, that was part of the catalyst uh-huh. that created this. This hellfire? Yeah. I don't like this, Amanda. I don't like it for Megan. What uh, what we said? You in danger, girl. You in danger, girl. I mean, you know, I think um, I think it maybe maybe she knows something we don't know. Got to. Sometimes that's what it is. You're like you know something I don't know. I can't see it. Like there's something. Well, there's private lives. You know, maybe we literally don't know mm-hmm. like the full mm-hmm. story, and she does, and so she's like, I'm gonna stick beside him, Are there and some she's things? most likely <laughs> to stick beside him. Are there some things that you're not sticking beside? Yeah, I'm not sticking beside sexual assault. Okay. Uh, I'm not talking about side theft of yeah. like people. A, like if you th- a people like human trafficking. No, like if you steal from like regular people, oh, like that's crazy. You like, steal from the government. I'm not really that pressed. Gotcha. Like you steal from corporations. Like I mean, they steal them from us all day long. Right. So I don't look at that as like a character flaw. But like if you're stealing from just like regular people, you scamming like regular yeah, people. Like yeah. I feel like you. That's gross. Like them folks is like they skilled the, scammed the elderly out of their disability. Yeah, like that's just like, like you mean like George Santos. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like. I can't get behind that. <laughs> Crazy. And also, of course, anyone who harms children or animals. Yeah. You know I don't play with the harming animals at all. Don't do it. Because for what are we doing? Why are you doing that? Why are you harming things that can't fight back? So that's like women who are not your physical equal, mm-hmm. children, animals, elderly people. Like, mm-hmm. just cut it out. Don't be a bad person, y'all. That's it. Don't stick beside him. No. But shout out to Megan Good. Shout out to Megan Good. We love Megan. Welcome to the Seal Show yearbook. Yay. <laughs> you know, you can always get a new superlative, Amanda, though. You can always get new updated yes, superlatives. Life goes on. People yep. change. Yep. So yes, they do. We go hold one out for you, Megan. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We're going to hold a lot more show out for you on this group chat Thursday. So don't go anywhere. This is your man. Yes. Look at the screen. That's mine. And, and, I, that, and, and that's and that's him. and that's what you're gonna settle for. I'm gonna stick beside him. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals right here with Jeremiah like the Bible. It's June 22nd. Happy birthday to Real Housewife of Atlanta, Portia Williams. I don't know who that is, but I said it because you are a a Roa fan. You know Portia. I do? Yeah. Is she the one with the Underground Railroad thing? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. And she's like the granddaughter of Hosea Williams. That's the funny part about it all. Okay. Yeah, that's why I feel like your grandfather was working with the with the movement <laughs> you don't know what the underground railroad is 
generations. But shout out to Portia, you know, Georgia Peach. She, she's from Decatur. So, you know, Decatur, where it's greater. Where it, not not necessarily the the education, though. It is. She must have been sleeping. I knew that. So, <laughs> I don't know. She, she's a bit older than me. So, maybe they yeah. update the textbooks by the time I get it. All right, now. We love to hear it. Uh, what do we got coming up this hour on the group chat? This hour, we go, we go do a callback. So, earlier this week, we talked about the drama with the Simmons family, you know, Russell, Kamora, Aoki, Mingli, because he wilding out on his kids and his ex-wife. So, is it sometimes necessary to go no contact with one of your parents? And are there benefits of it, Amanda? We got to talk about that. Yes. All the things. We got 60 second headlines coming up this hour, so. We do. It's a, full, it's a full hour. It's a full hour. So, we're going to get into that. And I'm, I'm going to share some personal stories myself. Mm. So, um, shout out to y'all for hitting us up. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'd love to hear from you all about, have you ever found it necessary to go no contact with one of your parents? And if so, were there any benefits? Hit me up. one 855 We're going to take your calls. And I want to hear from you on this one because I know this one hits home. <laughs> Literally. Uh, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seal Show. What's cracking, y'all? See Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. I'm Jeremy. I like the Bible. So let's talk about this whole no contact thing. First, can you just mm-hmm. explain to people what this really is? I feel like your generation really popped off the no mm-hmm. contact movement. Mm-hmm. I actually have a definition for you, Amanda. So okay. going no contact means severing relationships with your family members to end emotional, psychological, and physical suffering the survivor has endured. So it could be betrayal, lack of respect, it could be like a symptom of drug or alcohol abuse, or just lifelong abuse and neglect from a parent, a partner, anybody. That's real. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do all that, mm-hmm. right? I think a lot of people may feel like they don't want to do that because I think there's definitely like a, um, this idea that your parents, of course, like for instance, like I think there's a very Christian value, right? That mm-hmm. says like honor thy mother and thy father. Right. No matter what. There's also a part in there they don't talk about where parents don't provoke your children to wrath. That's like a... Like two verses later. I was like, like I never heard that part. Mm, they skipped that part. They skipped that part. They're like, honor us. <laughs> no matter what. So I've never heard that part. I think it's actually very interesting that I've never heard that part. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel though? Should people like really, f- not what do you feel people should feel, but ultimately when it comes to like going no contact with your parents, I don't think it should be a rash decision. Right. You should think it out. It, sh- it, it should, And it shouldn't be like a tantrum. Like you should treat like a divorce. Like we get divorced. I'm going to the people. I'm filing the paperwork. I'm leaving. Well, you know, here's the thing. I don't know that it has to be final in that way. Well, not final, but like how relationships people are like, don't say divorce unless you're ready to actually do something. Yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. Throw out, I'm divorced. I'm gonna divorce you. Like no, like that's when we get to that point, we've sat down and we done hit our wall. We have to. Because I think there's something to be said for the fact that no contact comes on the other side of attempted contact, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Attempting to communicate a point, Mm -hmm. attempting to share, you know, how you've been hurt or how Mm -hmm. you are being dismissed or just any level of emotional harm and not being heard. And there's no changed behavior. It's like. So then there's this idea, though, that your parents have the right to harm you. And I think that's something that we get told and like indoctrinated in us like early on. This idea of like, I brought you into this world, I can take you out. Right. Like you have no self-autonomy when it comes to your parents. No. 
and that you owe them the right to harm you. <laughs> yeah. They brought you into this world. They fed you. They kept you alive. Put and so they deserve to be able to harm you. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Some of y'all be calling things harm that aren't really harm. Mm-hmm. Some of it is like, no, you're entitled. You're a spoiled crybaby. Like, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm talking about. Well, also for what it's worth, nobody will live a traumatic free life. <laughs> like your parents will do Facts. something to yes. mess you up. We're all capacity. humans. Right, We're trying right. to figure it out. Also, trauma is like a very mm-hmm. vast uh-huh. scale. And as humans, we also respond to trauma differently, mm-hmm. like, right? Like you could have at seven responded to like falling off a bike and no one being there. Like that could have hurt you mm-hmm. in a way that like wouldn't have hurt somebody the same way. Right. Whereas right. like that other person may have like seen a death mm-hmm. that like would have floored you, mm-hmm. but they were like, eh. it was okay. <laughs> like their DNA was set up in a way that it was like, I mean, I could have done better things with my time, but there are benefits to, you know, going no contact. Yes, there are. I mean, we don't want to make it all sound so doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. It can it can actually be get results. Yes, yes. But we'll talk about those benefits when we get back. Uh, and if you've ever been in a situation where you were no contact or where you were the one not being contacted, right. hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with more group chat at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Seal show on the men's seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And we're in the group chat. We're talking about things. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're talking about things and we're talking about going no contact. Yes. This is, of course, sparked by Ming Lee and Aoki Lee Simmons, mm-hmm. who came out on the Instagrams on Father's Day, no less, uh, to basically say they ain't rocking with the daddy. Well, I feel like Russell pushed them to. They was keeping it quiet. They was keeping it cute. And he was like, no. You know what Aoki literally said? She was like, we have just done what we're supposed to do. We went to school. We've stayed out of grown folks' business. Yes, yes. yes. And we keep getting the the short end of the stick. Yeah. That's why people was like, girl, cut that man off. Cut the phone (laughs) off. Cut it off. Cut it off. And so when they're saying cut that off, what they really mean is no contact. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of folks really, in my generation, have never really considered this. Because I can tell you that when I felt like my mom really was not showing up for me like the way she needs to be showing up for me, People kept telling me, and I'm talking everybody, the Reiki healer, the therapist, people that don't, people I'm watching that like do this online and talk uh-huh. to people about relationships, etc. They're all like, you just have to accept your parents who they are. You just have to, you just have to accept that you can't expect them to do anything differently. And so I personally feel like that is hogwash. Right. You can accept who they are. It doesn't mean I accept the behavior and I have to invite the behavior you into my life. And so when it comes to the no contact, the no contact is when you've come to a point where you're like, now I have to utilize this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And there are benefits to utilizing it. There are benefits. So some of them include peace of mind, just having peace. 
um, feeling free. You also have the space to actually heal from whatever it is. Because when you're like in a cycle of abuse, mm-hmm. you can actually heal from the abuse. Yes. Um, you also can respect yourself more. You, you're able to have more autonomy of yourself. Your self-confidence improves. Also, you have a sense of self-control and self-reliance when mm-hmm. you're able to go in contact with somebody and um, kind of reevaluate yourself outside of this other entity that's causing you harm. It's called stillness. Yeah. You know, when you're in the storm, it's just raging around you. So you're not able to really see things as clearly. And sometimes you really do need no contact. Right. And this can even apply also to like relationships. Definitely. Yeah. You know, like romantic relationships, because what happens is we like so afraid to let go because we feel like, OK, if we disconnect, like, oh, my God, what could happen? But sometimes, baby, do that for yourself. And if you disconnect mm-hmm. and in the clarity of the disconnection, you're still like, OK, there's something here. Mm-hmm. Stay disconnected. <laughs> well, no, what's to that point there? Because there are some like other things people go through in the midst of no contact. It's, 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 there are the high points. But during that time, you're going to grieve. You're going to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. You're going to have remorse. You, know, you might get backlash. Mm-hmm, you're going to mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm. lonely. You might get depressed anxiety because you're... Somebody, I saw a video on TikTok the other day where like sometimes you have to like... It's separation anxiety. Well, that which you have to retrain your nervous system too. That's what I mean. It's separation of, anxiety. Oh, they're connected. Yeah. Oh. Separation anxiety is your nervous system responding. Okay. Yes, to the separation. Yeah. And you got to push through those things. I mean, when we talk about like chemistry with people, et cetera, like mm-hmm. that's your... Chemi- that is your body like reacting to somebody mm-hmm. and it imprints. I'm not in love, Amanda. No. It's the, it's the chemicals. It's the chemicals. <laughs> it's like something about that person like respond, like your body responded to that chemically. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's a good thing. Okay. That's okay. why like we have these things called trauma bonds. You're right, you're right. So sometimes that thing that's preventing you from being able to separate from that parent is actually a trauma bond. Mm-hmm. Ah! Think mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who on TikTok who have have whole series about going no contact with their parents. They're, really? They're like this is day fifty nine of no contact. It's not funny, but the way they chronicle it is funny. There's one girl who is like her mother sends her a Christmas card every year, but the Christmas cards are really like Jeanette McCarty's mom in that book she wrote, where it's oh very gosh. just like nasty. It's like, well, this is why I'm no contact with you because you writing me Christmas cards being spanked. You know what it really is? It re- is a reflection of though. It's a reflection of the fact that that parent is emotionally um, immature. Right. And they don't have the tools to really like see through Mm -hmm. their narcissism, which is protecting their feelings Mm -hmm. to be able to see why they're hurt, why you're hurt. Right. So now they're just projecting their hurt onto you by hurting you. It sucks. And you can't untrain it. The person has to be willing to, which is why we're going to talk about my mama when we get back. Not your mama. To the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey folks, it's Amanda Seals here. What's really good? It's the Amanda Seals show. What's up, Amanda? <laughs> hey, hey, Amanda Mama. <laughs> hey, Miss Nutty. Um, because we're talking about going no contact with parents. You know, yes. we've talked about like Russell Simmons and his daughters, and people saying go no contact with him because mm-hmm. of his behavior. Yeah. It's the benefits of going no contact because it allows you to heal. Yes. But also going no contact also be beneficial for the person that you're not contacting if they do the work. Yes. Yes, because the same way that you were saying, like, you're creating space mm-hmm. that you get allows you to have like a clearer head. Mm-hmm. You're also giving them space uh-huh. to get a clearer head because, you know, people get caught up. Yeah, they get caught up. Right. So um, if people follow me, they know that like earlier this year, I, w- I wasn't I, w- I wasn't rocking with my mama. 
Okay. I, I was really not rocking with my mama. And anybody who's been following me for a long time knows that I'm like very tight with my mom. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, she just, it, it had just reached a, a point where I was just like, I'm now like working overtime mm-hmm. to make this feel like it's cool when it ain't cool. Right. And you're not doing enough to to also make it cool. Mm-hmm. And we could sit here and pretend and try and do the same cycle of like, Oh, things went left and now we're brushing under the rug. But it just doesn't feel like that's the thing to do now. Because it also was a scenario and I'm just, I, I'm not going to like tell you the full scenario at present. I'm that's I'm putting that in the book. All right. That's free tea. You give me all free tea. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a scenario that was unforgivable. Mm-hmm. And that's really what, no, what ends up no contact ends up being, right? Like you reach a point where it's like, this is just unforgivable behavior. You cross the threshold. Mm-hmm. We have crossed the Rubicon, so to speak. So I had to tell my mom, like, I can't keep faking. Was that hard to have that conversation? Because some people, they feel like, it's my mom. This is Yes, and it was hard because, like I said in the last break, people kept trying to tell me, like, your mom is not going to change. You know that she needs to go to therapy, but she's not going to go. We did a whole episode of the podcast, Side Effects of Parents, Mm -hmm. where we talked about the relationship between adult children and their parents. And there were so many people in the comments that were like, well, if you're expecting your Caribbean parent to change, get over that. If you're expecting, you know, your older, you know, parent to change, that's not going to happen. You just have to suck it up. And I think that there's something to be said for the fact that that to me feels like a disservice to my parent because okay. it makes me feel like, so I don't think my parent is capable of trying. I got to at least press the issue of trying before okay. I feel like they're not actually capable. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Before you just like throw the towel in. So I've thrown out going to therapy to my mom before mm-hmm. and she was very like just not having it. Then I did it in a way that was like adamant, like you need to go to therapy, but I was still talking, you know, and she was very um, just super cash, like, oh, you know, I'm and I was like, she thinks it's a game. I'm busy. Yeah, (laughs) she thinks it's a game. And finally, I realized that like the the thing about no contact for a lot of people is that for parents who really do love you, Mm -hmm. they want to just have access to you. Right. It's not about money. It's not about, you know, uh, I don't know. Material, material things. things. Like it's literally like, I just want to be able to cut like, like, (laughs) no, you're alive. Yeah. How's your day going? (laughs) And so I realized that with my mom, that was actually the biggest thing that I could wield Mm -hmm. to let her know that I meant business. And so I was like, straight up, I keep trying to be cool and I I can't be and we're not going to be cool. Right. So her response was, oh, so I guess I have to go to therapy now. <laughs> and I say, yeah. <laughs> and she went. Oh, so we so so we are contacting. We're, we're, we're past the no contact. My mother and I were able to get back into contact because she realized that preserving our relationship mm-hmm. was more valuable than preserving her ego. Got it. Okay. That's fair. That's important. So for any parents out there who are like, I don't know why my kids are no contact, et cetera, et cetera. You know. Start with humility. They be knowing. Start with humility though. <laughs> and that's the thing that a lot of people don't want to give their kids. They don't want to give their kids this idea that like you got something on me. Mm-hmm. They don't want to show that. It's, it's like if it feels like they've given up control of something or power of something when the reality is, particularly when your kids are 
like adults. Mm -hmm. Why is there a power dynamic here? Well, also when you go no contact, it, like you spoke about earlier, it creates a very clear boundary. Like before, some boundaries are like, oh, you know, I'm still hanging around with you. No. But I never forget, I'm like, Iyanla fixed my life. Mm -hmm. Iyanla has like somebody, mama, mother-in-law, whatever, doing something. And she asked the couple, like, so what is the boundary? Like, every time she does something, you don't do nothing. So, of course, right. you'll keep the behavior. Yes. Like, you have no clear boundary for somebody that's hurting you or causing you harm. You, to them, they're like, I keep on doing it. They're not going to do nothing. There's a great film. There's a great film called Women Talking. And there's a line in that film that says, often, no, there's a line in the film that says, perhaps forgiveness can be seen as permission. Oh. Mm. There y'all got it. Right there, y'all. <laughs> Group chat Thursday. Keep it locked. Give us a call. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for 60-second headlines. All right, so first up, a new study from the University College London suggests that daytime naps are good for your brain, Amanda. That doesn't seem surprising <laughs> to me. I mean, you need a break. And take a nap right now? Yeah. <laughs> the brain needs that little moment. Got you. Also, Trump's classified documents trial is set to begin August 14th. I love how soon this is. I thought we were going to have to wait a long time and they was like, nah, we're going to give it to you prime time. Summer, summer, summer time. Also, abortion rights advocates and opponents are set to mark the one year anniversary of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade this week. Oh, wow. It has been a year mm -hmm. and there's been so many lives that have been harmed and mm -hmm. lost in the wake of this ridiculous overturning. Hopefully, we're going to get things back right. Hopefully. Also, congratulations are due for Dr. Dre. He'll be honored with the first ever hip hop icon award from ASCAP. Congrats. Let's do it. Also, <laughs> Trevor Noah just signed a Spotify deal for a new podcast. Got himself a new job. We love Trevor Noah and we love that he's going to have a new job. And I think Trevor Noah is the kind of person that could really do like do a, a dope job on a podcast. Like mm -hmm. he has just like a lot to say and he's like very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. So that's your 60 second headlines. We uh, did it. We did it. We did it. Those were actually pretty like light fare. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's nice to not have like a shooting. We haven't had a shooting all week. Knock on wood. Yeah, let's do that. All right, let me get out of here before <laughs> before there's the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Show. I'm Amanda 
Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. We are here on a group chat Thursday, but I want you to call us in and tell us about the things you learned this week. Yeah. You know, I do that segment every Friday where I share things that I've learned this week. My favorite thing is hearing from you all about the things you've learned this week. For the record, ever since y'all told me that when you brush your teeth, you're not supposed to rinse your mouth out. Yep. I have been living a no rinse life. Yeah. So uh, we'll see if my teeth are looking any whiter and shinier. Thanks to y'all. Hit me up. one 855 8 That's one 262 You can also call us if you want to talk about going no contact with your parental units or if like your kids have gone no contact with you. Mm. And how did you deal with that? Are you dealing with that? Are you in denial? <laughs> Trust us. Hit us up. We want to talk about it. All right. Uh, what do we got coming up this hour in the group chat? Well, we actually have some calls about the no contact situation. Good. So we're going to go to the phone lines and hit, talk about that. Okay. Plus, we got to talk about race relations in America, Amanda, because will we ever get common ground? Because I don't know if you noticed or not, a man on Juneteenth said black people or white people, you know, the things <laughs> for, for freedom. But we, it's a lot happening. It's always something. Somebody always got something to say. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have things to say. Yeah. Because it's the group chat Thursday. Plus I have my social show superlative coming up this hour. Jeremiah is most likely to. All right. So make sure you hit us up. one 855 8 And remember, if you've missed any part of the podcast or the show, I should say, then you can listen to the podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses with Duran Bernard, Side Effects of Daring to be Different. And you can watch the premiere today at 4 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Sorry, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. All right. We love when you all join us for the premieres on YouTube because The more a video gets watched in the first hour, the more YouTube feels compelled to share it with the people. And I just feel like all these conversations we be having on Small Doses need to get to as many people as possible. All right, hit us up again at 1-855-AMANDA-8 and uh, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. And it's time we get into some calls. Yeah, so you know, earlier in the group chat, we talked about the situation with Ming Lee, Aoki Lee, and their father, Russell Simmons, and going no contact with parents. And we actually saw some some people on the lines who want to talk about it. Let's see. Actually, I have. I went no contact with my mother probably 10 plus years ago. (gasps) And although it is difficult and uh, some days are better than others, honestly, it's probably top 10 decisions I've made in my life. Um, Whenever people are like, but but you only get one mom or... But, you know, that's your blood. Um, Well, if I was in a romantic relationship, uh, like the relationship I had with my mother, people would have told me to run a long time Mm. ago. Why do I need to stay in a relationship with someone that is bad for my physical, mental, emotional health? Why? Just because I'm related to them. Absolutely Mm. not. So, um, yeah. Hope y'all have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Courtney. We also actually have another call talking about going on contact as well. Let's hear that one. Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah like the Bible. Y'all are going to get tired of me, but this is Yvonne again in mm-hmm. uh, Texas. I wanted to share about uh, the question, have you ever gone no contact with your parents? And yes, actually with both uh, my father, it was not something that I wanted to do. He just kind of went MIA, but with my mother, um, long story short, she is still married to the man who sexually abused me. And um, yeah, so in that case, I want to encourage someone who has a parent 
who is involved in the grooming, um, that you do have the power to separate yourself from that relationship and you have the right and do not allow, you know, other family members make make you feel guilty about that. You do your own healing and you cannot grow in the same place where you were destroyed. I hope you all have a great day. Thank you again for all that you do. Your teaching, your um, comedy, you are life. I really appreciate you. You help me out throughout my life daily. I mean, thank you so much, Yvonne. I think your messages just now just helped yeah. a lot of people throughout their life. I mm-hmm. mean, that is just... It's it's like, I don't know that there's real words to mm-hmm. actually describe um, the level of dis, you know just dis- disparity that a spirit must have and a soul mm-hmm. must have to put their child through that. Right. Um, but I know that there are definitely words to describe the level of, uh, you know, it's just strength and courage and fortitude that it takes somebody to say, no. Right. Y'all not going to keep me here. and Y'all not going to keep me being mm-hmm. harmed. So shout out to Yvonne and to all of the folks that are in a similar situation and that are, you know, working to find their way out. And yeah. again, like she said, these parents, you didn't choose them. Right. And even to Courtney, the first caller's point, like if if this was any other relationship, people would be like, get, get out. out. Why are you still here? Why are you still enduring this yeah. behavior? And we have to sometimes like take the the person out of it and really look at the situation for what it is outside of, oh, that's my mom. That's my brother. That's my father. They are also your villain. Yeah. So you need to cut it. Her. Thank y'all for calling and sharing and uh, just being so transparent with us. I really appreciate it. The number is one 855 8 That's one 855 When we get back, we're going to talk about race relations in America. This is a question I am not really asking. It's something <laughs> that someone asked because y'all know I not. I would never ask this. Do black people owe white people a thank you for our freedom? You know, some people have the nerve to say yes. We're going to talk about it next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. So, as you know, Amanda, we celebrated Juneteenth on Monday. I'm already tired. <laughs> like, literally, just knowing what we're about to talk about is wearing me out. <laughs> Well, during a special holiday show on C-SPAN, a Republican called in to say he hasn't heard any black people say thank you to white men who died to free the black slaves. <laughs> Y'all are funny. And here are some of his comments. So we go talk about it. All right, Olivia. Dave in Texas, Republican. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Good morning to you. Hi. Good morning. I, I really appreciate your show. It, it certainly enlightens me how Democrats think. I have not heard one white Democrat apologize for slavery. I've heard, I haven't heard any black person say thank you to the over 300,000 white men who died to free those black slaves. I I just, I'm astonished I realize we're focusing on slavery, but my descendants are from Scotland and Ireland. We never owned slaves. So why are you calling in and asking for a thank you? First of all, it'll be a cold day in hell before you see me thank uh, a white man for freedom. Also, just so much of this is just indicative of why it is incredibly important that we stop teaching revisionist history in Mm -hmm. this country. 
Okay, so let's start with, uh, let's work our way backwards. Let's go. He said that his descendants are Scottish and what? Irish or English? Yeah. They never owned slaves. Okay, so, sir, there were people that were here mm-hmm. that also had those descendants mm-hmm. and they also owned slaves. Also, slavery dates further back in the British colonies than it does in America. So, we can safely assume that there's a possibility that your descend the the ancestors ancestors were involved but none of this is relevant mm-hmm. because it also is simply just trying to act as if you are not the benefactor of the privileges and the economics mm-hmm. of slavery mm-hmm. so when someone sits here and says well my ancestors didn't do it so why do i have to be a part of apologizing for it it's the fact that unless you have a clear record of your ancestors working as abolitionists, right, right. unless they were actively like hoping, holding people on the Underground Railroad, sir. They ain't the Quakers. If they weren't the Quakers, then you're they were bystanders and thus they were enablers. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. What was the other thing he said? He said... There's 300,000 white men yeah, that fought to, that free, fought black to free black people. Mm-hmm. You know, what's always interesting to me about this is that they love to pick and choose when the Civil War was about slavery and when right. it wasn't about slavery. Right. It's always whenever it's convenient mm-hmm. to the argument. Um, but ultimately, the Civil War was largely in part about slavery. Yes. And the Union soldiers, um, they were not fighting to free black people. Black people actually fought in the Civil War to free themselves. Uh, Lincoln literally was not even trying to necessarily like free black people. The Civil War was more about like, well, y'all can't have slavery down here Mm -hmm. and not be taxed. Mm So and then try to secede from the union. Yeah, like nah, like we're the United States. So if you're really trying to be down, then you need to be a part of this whole thing. And not try and like get away from here. But the long story short of this all is that cut it out. Ain't nobody giving you no thank you because there's no thank you to give you. (laughs) And you know what? There are a multitude of holidays that are dedicated to soldiers who have died in America Mm -hmm. in the wars. Okay. And there's literally y'all even stole a day that was commemorating black soldiers. Memorial Day and all lives mattered it. Mm. So cut it out. Can I ask you with an effect real quick before we go? Sure. By the end of the Civil War, roughly one, 179,000 black men, 10% of the Union Army, served as soldiers in the U.S. Army, and another 19,000 served in the Navy. So there you go. They literally brought in Haitians. Oh, hey, guys. So I just want you all to miss me with that. And so black people fought for their own freedom, just that's, in case you missed it. Yeah, you. I did say that, and we had to reiterate that. <laughs> just in case you missed it. But um, We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, 
and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. What do we got going on, Jeremiah? So we talked about that crazy white man last hour, <laughs> last break, <sighs> saying that black people should be thanking white people for our freedom because they died in the Civil War, discounting the many black enslaved people who also fought in the Union Army. It just also ignores the fact that, yes, slavery as a law may have ended, but in right, right. uh, like a practice, mm-hmm. but slavery as a social construct through other methods continues. Also, it still was uh, alive and well in the penal system through incarceration. So there we have it, guys. But my question for you, Amanda, and for everyone who's listening, do you ever feel like race relationship, like race relations in America will ever be on a good foot? Will we ever come to common ground? We all be on one accord because every day, it just it would it would take. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we'll see it in our lifetime, but I think it's one of those things where we are still very close in relation mm-hmm. to slavery. Like a hundred years is not a long time, a uh, hundred some odd years. But I think there's also the reality that. This country has failed to even reckon with the realities of slavery. You still have slave apologists, Mm. you have slavery apologists. This country has not reckoned with the realities of post-antebellum slave laws. This country hasn't reckoned with any of the things that continue to be derivatives of slavery. And so it continues to perpetuate racism. Yes. So the only way that we would ever like, you know, come to some common ground would be through education and through like a cultural decisiveness to move past this. And that just hasn't been valuable to America yet. I was like, once you said education, we, we was off. We was, we was off. off. We was off to the racist. Yeah. Because to your point, I feel like, I think in the Obama era, we kind of talked about it earlier in the show, there was just like this euphoria, like, you know, we have a black president, we stand in hand mm-hmm. in hand, like a, uh, like a United Nations. I mean, I didn't think that because remember the Tea Party was still ha- like burning right. effigies of... <laughs> Oh no, it was never, it was never uh, on a good foot. Why I keep saying good foot? I'm feeling real Southern today. <laughs> but I think it was, that, that was the perception that was painted, if yeah. that makes sense. And then Trump came and kicked in the door, was like, actually guys, I'm racist. And I think he was able to do that because so many people were very bothered by America having a black uh-huh. president. What do they call it? The white lash? The, yeah. The backlash to having a black president. So I think... And when we see stuff like this, like the, the call from the um, last break and just everything that's happening in culture, whether, whether it be banning books, um, taking black black history out of schools, it's like, well, where are we going? Well, racists won't even admit they're racist. So, right, right. you know, there's that. Like you have some people that are just like, yeah, I'm racist and that's what it is. But you have like like people like Mitch McConnell who will like look you straight in your face and be like, I'm not racist. Right. Look at my Chinese <laughs> wife. So at this point, I'm like, I, you know, racial common ground, like you can't get to a common ground with someone who doesn't have common sense. That's true. That's true. It'd be one thing if you just like stand, stand 10 toes. If you're going to be racist, be like, this is who I am, whatever. It's like people are like homophobic and don't want to and like skirt around homophobia. They're like, it's not that I have an issue with homo- <laughs> with like homosexuals. It's more about like just the lifestyle. You're like, what are you talking about? They're like, it's really my more so that I have a concern for their soul and where it will land when they pass on. That's what your issue is. Lies. All lies. Lies, lies. No, it's, 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 
these conversations, they always kind of get me a little like weary because mm. I know that in my lifetime, like I just will not see any version of this happening. I think it's also something to be said for the fact that like it may have to be a scorched earth. Oh, not a ice age. It not, may have to be. Not a meteor. Yeah, because I don't think that this particular nation. <laughs> this particular group of people. Yeah, <laughs> like they don't, they, they, they not it. I mean, every, what they say, every empire has its fall, rising its fall. Baby. So. It's falling. <laughs> Olympus has fallen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, which I think, I wonder the people, maybe they have optimism. Well, you know, you have people who are like, there is racial harmony. Like, we are on one accord. Like, y'all just keep talking about race and that's why it's a problem. I'm like, oh, okay. That's okay. what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hit me up, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We have more show, like Jeremiah's most likely to, mm-hmm. when we get back. And uh, spoiler alert, it's about Megan Good. We'll be right back and see Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And uh, it's time for the word of the day. Really? Yeah. The word of the day is assuage. Okay. What do you think it is? <laughs> Every time I usually have a word, I, I like to hear what it sounds like. So I heard Ice Age. <laughs> a sage. A sage. No, uh, assuage. Assuage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to persuade or to, to assist in a. a to assist in something, to assist in a convincing argument? Kind of, actually. Um, so to assuage is to lessen the intensity of something that pains or distresses. To ease, pacify, uh, or quiet. Okay. You know, so when I was really mad in that argument and my man said, my bad, it helped to assuage the sting of his error. Okay, y'all yeah, heard that new word, assuage. I want to hear y'all use these words in sentences. Hit me up. one 855 Especially like if you're able to use them in a sentence where you were able to cut up somebody. Because <laughs> that's the thing. It's like these words are to help you be able to communicate your feelings to folks in ways that are alternative from maybe necessarily cursing or mm-hmm. although y'all know I love a curse word but I just feel like the more vocabulary the more communication skills we have and the more communication we have the better we can move through this life so assuage I actually literally remember learning that word in high school shout oh, out to okay yeah shout out to Miss Poro at Dr. Phillips High School Orlando Florida the educators the educators all right what do we have uh, on this group chat Thursday coming up this hour what are we doing well, you hit us with your I be knowing. Get I some guess. things off your mind, Amanda, you yes. know. Because sometimes you know stuff. Sometimes. People, people want to know, but you know. <laughs> Plus, we had all these calls coming in about our group chat topic about going no contact with, with um, your parents. And we got to go to the phone line see what people are talking about. I love that y'all called us up. one amanda 8 That's one 855 We love to hear from you. So remember, you can also stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seals Set It. And give us a call. Join the conversation. Again, one 855 It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. When we get back, I got some things to say. See you in the Seals Show. What's up, y'all? Happy Thursday. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. 
And I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time to hit the people with your new segment. I be knowing. <laughs> okay, y'all. So I don't know about y'all, but when I heard Michelle Obama say, uh, when they go low, we go high, the way that I interpreted that, and I feel like a lot of other people feel this way, was that it's kind of like taking the high road, right? And a lot of times taking the high road means not engaging. Uh, it means like, I'm going to be the bigger person. You know, when people turn up, you turn, you know, turn down when they, you know, uh, get extra, like you turn a cheek, you know, that's kind of what I would consider that to mean. But I just feel like at this point, and I, I, I felt this originally when she said it, but now where we are with these people who are just so boldly uh, asserting their ignorance and their racism and their classism, we just can't afford to go high. So I say when they go low, we get loud. Now, when I say get loud, I don't even necessarily mean like audibly loud. I more so just mean we get just as assertive with the counterpoints to their points. We get focused, we get uh, informed, and we get rage that is refined. When we look at people like Jasmine Crockett, who represents uh, Dallas as a uh, representative in Congress, what I love about her is that she is going to respond to the people like Lauren Boebert and, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who are speaking complete nonsense or being disrespectful to witnesses, etc. She's going to respond not just with um, some type of attitude or tone. She's going to respond with facts. She's going to respond with receipts. And I think that's what a lot of us feel like we don't have the right to do or... We feel like if they go low and we respond with that, then we're now engaging and we're somehow um, kind of like validating them. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when, yes, it is in your best interest to just keep it moving because, you know, when you argue with fools from a difference, from a distance, they can't tell the difference. But the thing is, it's not even about arguing. I don't need to have a debate with you because it's not going to be a debate because you don't got no facts. But I need to make sure that for all the noise that is being put out here under the banner of ignorance, that we are being even louder about asserting our knowledge, our intelligence, our compassion, and our ethics. Because when we don't do that, it makes it seem like they are the ones who are worth being heard. So when they go low, we get loud. Let's get loud. <laughs> Let's get loud. Let's get okay, loud. <laughs> All right. That's it for today's I Be Knowing. Or this week's, I should say. Coming up next, we'll take more calls. So call us, 1 855 8. That's 1 262 If you want to talk about any of our topics today, the phone lines are open. We'll take your calls up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we've been getting lots of calls on the topic of having no contact with parents. Yes, yes. Our phones are always open, y'all. So call us. We'll get y'all on the, on the show. Yeah. one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 The Amanda Seal Show. What's up? I wanted to share that I did with my mom while I was in college. So it didn't happen immediately into college, but maybe my sophomore year. But from my sophomore year to probably three or four years after graduation, 
I did not speak to my mom. Yep. I didn't speak to my mom for almost seven years. Damn. Seven years is a long time. I wonder what the reason was. You know, the other part of it too is it like your mom, like, I wonder if her mom tried to speak to her, you know, like what was the effort? Um, Cause I haven't spoken to my dad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I spoke to my dad once in 2020, but I spoke to him for 2.2 seconds and he was a jerk. So that was that. <laughs> and then the time before that was some point in 2018, I think I had called him because I wanted to get some more like knowledge about like his side of our, the family, like the ancestry. Um, but like literally over the course, like I would say in the last 10 years, uh, in the last 10 years, I've spoken to my dad three times. I mean, that's basically no contact. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, and I, and none of two, well, the, the, the two times that we did speak were valuable, but um, just because they, he answered questions that I wanted to know. That's good to know. But then, so just, he had like, he was like, you know, I just want you to know I love you. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks. And he was like, quiet. And he was waiting for me to say, I love you too. Oh, well. And he was just like, uh, and I was like, he said something to the effect of like, do you not love me back or something? And I was like, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest. But it's just like, I don't. And it's yeah. crazy that you would think I do. Like that's actually what's bonkers. And I was like, I mean, I have awareness and understanding for you as a parent. Mm-hmm. Now that I understand that parents are people too. Yeah. And I understand that, you know, you did, you've done what you can with what you have, but no, we, we have not been able to forge that relationship. So he was like, well, I'm going to call you. I'll be, in, I'll be in LA in a couple of days. Oh. And then he came to LA and he called me and, and he, he was like, so, you know, before we see each other, I just wanted you to know, I really did not appreciate, uh, you know, our conversation the other day. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. still the same person. Got it. We don't got to do this. I'm screaming. We want to take another call before we go? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go to the phone lines. The Man of Seal show. What you got to say? Hi there, Amanda. I am in the middle now of a no contact with my mother. And I've not been in contact with her for about 10 years. Mother says I don't acknowledge her. Earth says I don't acknowledge. She's not allowed to hear my voice. Her. (laughs) Listen, this is really like these are long stretches. Yeah, seven years, 10 years, another 10 years, I think earlier in the show. Mm -hmm. They're not playing with you folks. I, I commend them. Um, it takes a lot, I would say. I, I, I It probably, you know, takes a lot to be forced to that point mm-hmm. and then to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Well, at a certain point, I think with anybody, well, at least for me, I feel like once you get into your new normal without that person, it's you kind of find a new a new rhythm that you, you kind of still think about them sometimes and miss them, but it's not an absence in the way when it's you first. Yeah, but you had an umbilical cord attached to that person. So that's a bit different. I guess. Yeah, I'm real. I can go on contact today if I needed to. I mean, I'm somebody that I feel like can. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't though, but. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody that I feel like can too, but I just think it it's, it is a different dynamic right. than just like somebody that you were friends with or even another family member. Mm. I mean, I don't think it's not easy. I, don't, I definitely think it's like hard, but I think you can, you learn to adjust. Wait, 10 years? Yeah. I, mean, I ain't seen you in 10 years. I don't forgot about you. <laughs> so much has happened in 10 years, Amanda. I know. 10 years ago. What was I doing 10 years ago? I was in college 10 years ago. 2013. Uh, 10 years ago, June 21st, I was about to break up with my first long-term relationship. And I was about to get my cat Lando. See? And I look at that. You done did so much since then. And you know who's still with me? Who? Because we're very much contact. 
Lando. Oh, I was like, <laughs> Lando. Shout out to the cat. Slept in the crook of my arm last night. Anywho, thank y'all for calling and being so honest and transparent with us. We truly, truly appreciate it. And I think you also mm-hmm. don't realize, and maybe you do realize this, but that you empower so many others who may be in a similar situation yes. to feel like, you know what? If this is the thing that I got to do that's going to like make this life like more bearable, then I can do it. And these other people are doing it. And so it's strengthening me. So again, that's the power of community. Hit me up, one eight five five 855 8 Coming up next, it's Group Chat Thursday, but we still have stories to tell you about. So 60-second headlines on the way on the next Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, we're going to head on out of here. We had a, um, an interesting day here at the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. It was a group chat Thursday. We had some really good calls. Yeah. A lot of people called in about the whole going no contact situation. We talked about it in regards to the Simmons family. People, they going no contact with wrestling. Cutting up. Yeah. Um, but people had like a lot of good calls. They were empowering other people to take that step they needed to. Yeah. We also talked about dating and politics, Amanda. Mm-hmm. And do they mix? A lot of these... <laughs> A political people, fake. I'm not. Poli- I'm not into politics. Folks. Or like a moderate. Child. You ain't none of that. You only want the kids to have free lunch. I just don't get it. <laughs> or they like feel like um, the, the other one is minimum wage. Oh. Why do Why do we need to raise minimum wage? These people can do fine. They're like those are unskilled jobs. Can you flip a burger? Can you? Because I did at Slutty Vegan, uh, <laughs> and it was not easy. For the record, I forgot about that. You definitely did that. <laughs> Um, we, you also hit us with your Abby knowing. I did. Talked about why I feel like when they go low, we need to get loud. And when you talking about Jayla. No, we're not. I gave us a pillow about today. You did. To make it good. If, y'all, if you missed it, you go to the podcast and find out why I gave them good as a superlative. My fingers are crossed that, you know, I can give her a new superlative one day. Because yeah, of course. She kind of went out sad today on this one. It was not the best, but it's fine. It was with love. It was with uh, love. Remember, we do this show with love, so hit us up, 1-855-MANDA-8. Remember, you can also follow us on social media at Seal Set It, and you can get every episode of this show wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, with uh, our guest, Duran Bernard, who's talking about side effects of daring to be different. If you want to hear somebody who sang, like sang down, then honey, you need to get into Duran Bernard, baby. Okay. He also like did that tiny desk performance where he yes. dressed as the proud family performers. And I just thought that was super dope. But anywho, shout out to y'all for always being your dope selves. Tomorrow, we going to reward you with another fun day Friday. We got our Black Joy stories. We got the Black Spin, the Public Seals announcement. Of course, we have things I learned this week. All of that and more for you on Friday's Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Listen, laugh, what and up? learn. Everybody's talking about it. Ain't nobody messing with you It's the Amanda Seals Show. I like every day. Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah like the Bible. Y'all are going to get tired of me, but this is Yvonne again. And um, I hope you all have a great day. Thank you again for all that you do. Your teaching, your um, comedy, you are life. I really appreciate you. You help me out throughout my life daily. It's Amanda Seals Show. Coming up Friday, we have things I learned this week. The public seals announcement, the black spin, and me and Jeremiah are going to play a couple games, one of which will test our knowledge of HBCUs. We're going to see... Who is going to take the win? The W, says the kids say. We'll also keep it positive with four Black Joy stories. That's how it's going down every fun Friday on the Amanda Seals Show.